This week on our podcast from Eighth, we talked to the cast and crew of the film Six Four Five. They're coming to get you, Barbara. It has been established that persons who have recently died have been returning to life and committing acts of murder. The unburied dead are coming back to life, seeking human victims. How's everybody doing? Good. Great. Good. Good. Right, I guess we'll. I'm hoping. I'm hoping everybody's in the same order that they are on my screen. So we'll just start with the top. <laughs> Allie Marshall, what's your favorite horror movie? Six forty-five. Why not? I'm going with six forty-five. So setting the tone. That's so that's that a good answer. <laughs> Very good answer, uh, Augie. Uh, the Shining. The Shining. Very wow. good. Very good pick there. Yeah, my me right next door. I'd have to say uh, the thing. Awesome. The thing. That that's also that. that's also a good one. <laughs> uh, Angel. Definitely six forty-five. Another another good good pick there. Uh, is it is it Sabina? It is Sabina. Yeah. All Hi. Right. Um, yeah, 645 as well, definitely. And The Shining <laughs> for a classic. Yeah. Can't go wrong with Kubrick there. Right. Uh, Sasha? Ooh, uh, I'm a Libra, so I would give two. I would say 645, obviously, naturally. And uh, The Orphan, actually. I'm terrified. I was pretty terrified. <laughs> that is, that's so weird. I was talking about that at work today someone mentioned that have you ever seen the orphan i was like yeah that's a disturbing movie yeah <laughs> mark favorite horror movie uh, the wizard of oz <laughs> <laughs> i can see that i can see you know what mark go ahead when she ran to go get something when she had the arm yeah the witch on wizard of oz i would yeah that's uh craig favorite horror film Night of the Living Dead, the original. Oh, yeah, awesome. Yeah. Very good pick. Sam? Uh, my my wedding video comes to mind. But then I would have to go with uh, Don't Look Now, directed by Nicholas Rogue. Very much. And the last one, I can't see that name. What is the name of the last one here? Is that us? Yes. Sorry, I don't know how to do it on my phone. Yeah, Luke Patassi and Catherine Forrest. Oh, okay. Favorite horror movie? Uh, I'd probably say Apostle. It's kind of one of my favorites right now. Man, I haven't seen yeah. that one yet. I'd say it's oh, really good. You yeah. guys should check it out. Um, probably 645, and I think Event Horizon would probably be one of my other favorite. <laughs> Event Horizon is a good one. Not a lot of people say Event Horizon. I know. And <laughs> when I was a kid, it scared the fuck out of me. Can we cuss on there? Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. The cat's out of the bag <laughs> now. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I went and saw that at the theater when that came out, and I was just amazed by it. And it's always yeah. been one of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah, that, that movie's insane, dude. Insane. All right, so just the same order. Where, where's everybody from? Um, I'm from Rhode Island originally, and I live in New York City. Uh, LA. Uh, Army Brat, uh, East Coast, Michigan, LA. Born in Idaho, grew up in LA, and now I'm in New Jersey. New York City. <laughs> New York seems to be well represented here. It does. Yes, it does. <laughs> oh, oh she's on mute. Yeah, you, you got to unmute yourself. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, oh. That would help. All right. By this time, I should have figured out Zoom. Um, Ukraine originally, but I live in New York. Mark, where are you from? Um, I was born in Manhattan. Um, I'm from the Bronx. Yeah, I live in Jersey now, but um, yeah. And Craig, uh, Jersey Shore. Sam, where are you from? I'm New York, uh, Queens, New York. A lot of New Yorkers Ooh. in here. Your <laughs> turn. <laughs> uh, California. And originally New Orleans, and now I live here in California. California, oh. nice, nice. So um, I'll just. Put it out there. Uh, what uh, what got you what got you started in acting? Well, we have a mixture of DPs, wardrobe, yeah, 
Losers. <laughs> I was like, which one are you throwing okay. a card or something? <laughs> who are we talking to? Yeah, who are we talking to? Allie can answer that. Okay, so I'll get us started. No, I'm just kidding. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I have to answer every single person. There you go. Um, How did you guys start? Since you guys started them. You guys can start. Oh my God, what was the question? <laughs> I love it. Um, I started with shooting on my parents got a VHS camera in the late 80s, early 90s. And wow. just bought a shit ton of tapes and filled them up by myself with my friends, goofing off, and then high school theater from there. Did you add it with two VCRs or a camcorder and one VCR? Uh, we had multiple VCRs. After a while, I started collecting them and work, you know, copying things and doing the, you know, the VHS nerdy stuff in the 90s. Right. Uh, but yeah, it was, but most of my stuff was uh, shot unedited. It was all, we called it pause and record. So it would be just uh, editing on the fly, uh, changing outfits in between cuts, stuff like that. I guess I have to answer now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I started talking to myself at a very young age. <laughs> no, I, you know, I've been acting my, uh, ah, too long, but my whole life sort of, it was just kind of, it's in my blood. So kind of grew up in the business and yeah, here I am doing it because I love it a lot. I'm obsessed with it actually. <laughs> yeah. And I'm obsessed with Augie. You <laughs> <laughs> know how they say set crush? Me and Allie. There you go. <laughs> right, Michael? It's totally fine. <laughs> Fantasy world, guys. <laughs> It'll be the weirdest Zoom meeting ever. People are going to Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Allie, you're in. That was <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it, Sabina. Yeah. Who wants to go? Sabina, you can go. I'll be Sure. Okay, sure. Um, I, in fourth grade, I was cast as the caterpillar in Alice in Wonderland, and they put me inside of a mushroom, and I had an actual hookah. I wasn't actually smoking anything, but I had an actual hookah as a prop, and it was just such a magical, fantastical experience, and I've been doing it ever since. <laughs> so, yeah. That's going to be my favorite right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good. Was that all the actors? Yep. Think so. Oh, no. Hello. Hello. Uh, there's Sasha. There's Pearl. Hi. There's. Okay, go. Who wants to go? You want to go? Ellie, you want to go? Me? Oh. Okay. Fine. I'll go. Um, <laughs> just always wanted to do it uh, with all my heart. And uh, I was like, yeah, I'm just going to do it. So I'm doing it. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my exciting story. Yeah. Ain't that the truth? That's such the truth. Sorry, I just wanted everyone to go because I didn't know, so I wanted to hear the stories. <laughs> um, <laughs> I started acting in college because I started modeling, and then a local director in Rhode Island asked if I wanted to act, and I always wanted to do it, but I didn't think I could from Rhode Island. And then I auditioned, I got the role met a bunch of people on set and I was like so what do you guys do for your day job and they were like this and I was like, no but they actually did and I realized that there's a bigger film industry than just New York LA and that people make movies and tv everywhere and if you really want to pursue it you can find it so I started you know I fell in love with it and then I just started looking for it and then I've been training and stuff like that nice yeah. uh Craig what got you into directing I realized how hard acting was. <laughs> <laughs> so first of all, the first time I'm getting to see all these folks kind of together since the pandemic. So it's great to see everybody. Michael, happy birthday. Venus, <laughs> Sasha, your hair looks fantastic. Sam, I love the way you've, lo you've got the lock, stock, and two smoking barrel lighting happening on you. <laughs> Mark, there you go. everybody, thanks. I guess, no, I, you know, I grew up in near Patterson, New Jersey, and it was, you know, filmmaking was always something that other people, other families, you know, I never considered it would, would be a possibility. But then I started, I started writing letters to my favorite director is a gentleman named Ilya Kazan, who most people nowadays don't know, but he at the time was, you know, one of the greatest directors of, of all time. Um, directing such classics as A Face in the Crowd and On the Waterfront and Splendor in the Grass and East of Eden. And he used to write me back and, and encourage me 
um, just to pick up a camera and shoot because I couldn't afford to go to film school at the time. So I just really just try a lot of trial and error and a lot of networking and endless, endless meetings. And then, uh, you know, by hook or by crook, slowly but surely started to develop craft and, and met a lot of really good mentors and people who were really generous with their time and, and took me under their wing and slowly but surely worked my way into, you know, corporate videos and music videos. And then I was really fortunate to do my first feature and, and kind of grew from there. You know, that's, that's a story I hear quite often is, you know, some people just, they just go for it, man. They just shoot a movie. They just, they pick up a camera and it's just, um, I think that might be the best way to learn sometimes, you know, a book can't show you those experiences, you know? Well, this particular film, 645, I really have to give Al, uh, Augie rather credit because I was very hesitant. I'd been working with uh with walt disney for a number of years and had been away from the director's chair and i was very uh you know when i when i left to go to disney i had done two films for lionsgate that were small theatrical releases and and i was turning down fairly decent budgets on fairly decent scripts and at the time i I'd left for disney and when i exited disney the world had really changed and everybody expected you to shoot a film for $2.50 with your iPhone. So I, <laughs> I had to develop a taste for humble pie and I really had to rewire my thinking and my brain and, and Augie and I and Michael had become friends and we kind of resolved that we wanted to work on a film together. So when the funding did come together on this, it was not a tremendous amount of money, but Augie really, she whispered in my ear and convinced me we can do it. It's, you know, I said, convince me, show me how we can do it. So she did a great job convincing me to surround myself with people like Patasi and, you know, Sam and I had been speaking for about a year wanting to work together. Sasha, uh, Sabina and I had actually done a film together and Ali and I had been talking. So these are all people who are friends and as well as colleagues and people who I'd wanted to work with for a long time. So one of the luxuries of doing low budget indies is that you get to make a lot of these decisions yourself. If this had been a larger film, you'd have a lot more influence from casting people and producers and executives and people at the studio to kind of tell you or force you in some cases to do this or to do that. So we really, you know, we had our druthers and we made it our way and, and we feel really, really excited and confident about this film in particular. I, I can't wait for people to see it. Yeah. We always have, we bring on a lot of like independent directors, actors on the show. And that's like the big thing is like, you don't have that production company, you know, Hollywood, telling you what to do. Do you guys agree that doing an independent film is uh, more free and more enjoyable to do? Oh, a thousand percent. Yeah, even like in the case of 45 King, I'd, we'd done a music video together. We have some dear, close, mutual friends. And uh, even though he's got a small role in the film, it's, he's great. He's fantastic in the film. And, and I would have gotten a lot of pushback you know, trying to get, he's, he's more of a music icon. He's not really an actor. So I would have gotten a lot of pushback there. And uh, a lot of the folks here I hadn't worked with before and they, they obviously like track records. So with even my DP Patasi and Kat, um, people who I want to work with again and again and again, no doubt. Um, it was just a luxury to be able to roll the dice and, and really go with your gut and create that film that often used term film fam family which is overused but in this case it really was applicable we became a film family we worked together we lived together we ate together we in Ali's case got concussions together <laughs> <laughs> oh no she fainted uh, no. I feel like I forgot about that that might be a side effect <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I mean you did fall like half a flight of stairs down so <laughs> anything for the arts <laughs> 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 a great great side story with my lead michael it's like augie had sent me reels for different actors to consider and and she had sent me michael's and i i didn't i don't know if i knew that they were boyfriend and girlfriend at the time but i had really resisted even watching his reel i was kind of dragging my feet because i was like, oh, you know my attitude was so great her you know her boyfriend terrific and yeah. you don't ever want to be in a position to put you know undue stress on your relationship but i i watched the kid's real, man. He brought it. He's an amazingly talented actor in his own right. And so when I, you know, I told her that, I was just got more and more excited because I, I just imagined how it would lend. You know, it didn't necessarily have to lend itself to the chemistry that 
transpired on screen, but in our case it did. So we were really blessed to have the two of them, you know, living and working and as a couple in the film. It's uh, it really enhances the the characters and the roles. Now, Sam, how long have you been an editor? Uh, since uh, we were editing on film, so about, <laughs> 30, about, about 35 years. Right. Sam edited Night of the Living Dead, but no, I'm only kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was in Night of the Living Dead. Uh, and my, my first film was uh, Rodney Dangerfield's movie, uh, Easy Money. Really? Oh, wow. I love Easy Money. That's a great movie. My name is the very last name in the credits before it goes to black. <laughs> <laughs> Say the best for last. Yeah. That's where I started. And uh, Lucas, how about you? Uh, how long have been filmed? Probably about uh, 10 years. Yeah. No. no uh, uh, sort out. Hmm, go ahead. I was going to say, was um, is that what you wanted to be? Was it a DP or? Yeah. Uh, so I started out gaffing. I gaffed for like five years. Um, I was working with a lot of different DPs, learned a lot of different people's styles, kind of like got to see sort of from the, the, the background, what to do, what not to do, how to act, how to behave. And, and basically just kind of worked with a lot of older uh, people that had already been doing it for a long time and were kind of just like gracious enough to teach me, you know? Um, but uh, yeah, DPing for about five years now, so. And I got amazing, amazing DP. We worked on a film together, and I was like, "I'm getting you. I'm going to use you again." <laughs> like a weird stalker person, but he's so good, and so is his lovely lady. She can do everything: wardrobe, set design, savior. Anything. Yeah, I was going to say, I got to apologize. I couldn't remember who that was beside you. That's okay. yeah, Kat. That's you can call me Cat. <laughs> she did wardrobe and everything else. <laughs> I've always thought like wardrobe. So, so, with, so without her, no movie, right? Yeah, yeah literally, she did everything. They all pulled it together. Yeah, I mean, everybody. Angel is makeup over there. Lovely, beautiful Angel, who also did everything. Also did everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, and Mark, how did you get involved? Well, I wasn't supposed to be in the movie. I just went to the bar to get a um, cherry coke. Get <laughs> <laughs> up in the movie. I don't know why. And I got hit. And no, but all quick, he talked he talked me into writing a script. And I think he would just mark, uh, you know, dude, give me the script and you know, talk to me later. And I came over with the script in three days. So I love him for inspiring me to make a script, which is on my laptop, you know. But um I, I made a script. And that's um so I'm I'm friends of Craig and there you go. All right. You're incredible in the movie, 45. Yeah, definitely. Oh, thank you. <laughs> my first movie. My first movie. I agree. That's all. Oh, awesome. hey, no, actually, my friends know I'm in, I'm in a movie. No, my girlfriend <laughs> doesn't even know. <laughs> Listen, nobody know. Wow. Yeah, I know. It, it's it's kind of fun. So I know this is going to this this is going to do well. <laughs> I'm, I'm magic. Yeah, it definitely sounds like it definitely sounds like everybody had like a blast. Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. Any like funny stories? I mean, obviously we had a concussion. Didn't somebody get not really funny, but yeah. Actually, the best chicken wings I've ever had. Actually, the best chicken wings I've ever had. We actually shot in an old bed and breakfast, which has had a lot of haunted stories and vibrations. I think Michael, didn't you tell me a story about one of the nights when you you felt like a presence in your room or something pushing down? I didn't just, well, yes, I did feel the, the second night in, she had not arrived yet to set a location. And I had felt, I woke up, which I thought was like just um, paralysis. And I felt my chest like weird and, and I got a weird feeling. I, I didn't even really mention it too much. And then week, a week and a half later, we woke up at four in the morning exactly at the same time uh, and looked over this. And I, I can't even believe I'm saying this. She's my witness. Uh, I looked over at the big fat Venetian blinds and, I, and they went and they opened up and I was like, this, there's a wind, there's a draft, there's something, this is ridiculous. <laughs> and so, but I went over there and I, I, to close the Venetian, 
and it was firm. It was really firm, and it blew my mind. And, and she saw it too. I'm like, did you just see what I just saw? And she's like, yeah. I did see what you saw. Maybe it was. Oh, wow. I now, sleep, sleep paralysis is scary. I've had that a couple of times. That ain't no joke, man. It freaks you out. And what was that? Uh, I think they had like a movie about it. And someone told me, you knew watching. I'm like, I don't want to. Because <laughs> I kind of went through a little of that. It, it's, it's crazy. So evil. Has yeah, it's crazy. Paralysis while they deal with the demon. Yeah. Augie, did you get a black eye during the production? Yeah, I, I also gave myself the black eye, aka yeah. <laughs> it helped me with makeup, but there you go. <laughs> you did so good. What'd you do? Our <laughs> was like, Can you sign these papers? And I was like, Yeah, and I hit my head on the corner of the kitchen counter thing. I was like, Oh, fuck. and I felt bad too. Like, Augie, we got you McDonald's french fries. <laughs> No, they were taking care of me with fast food. It was lovely. <laughs> <laughs> we could only use your profile coverage. <laughs> so how long? How long was the shoot? Forever. Twenty-five days or something like that, right? Like twenty-two to twenty-five days. Wow. We we just made it. <laughs> yeah. We Another week and uh, it would have been shut down. For if COVID. you guys remember the last trail, like, oh, imagine if we like we all get stuck here and then we went home and everyone got stuck. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was a little yeah. close. <laughs> we had to stay. We had to stay longer, right? A little bit longer for some pickups and such, right, Craig? Well, we, you know, actually, uh, Patasi and Michael and I had some second unit days where we got a hell of a lot of work done. But Sam's right, and. You know, and it's funny because uh, Vince, our, our effects makeup artist, who was a Jersey boy who came in from L.A., who actually introduced me and Augie, he was like, uh, he was like Gabriel. He was like the, her the shape of things to come because he kept whispering about this virus he kept reading about. And he would say, it's going to get bad. And, it, you know, right. we were just kind of just so in the zone and consumed by what we were doing that we kind of, I guess, blew it off. And then literally the world turned upside down. So we're really... Just we're missing. really fortunate that we get the uh, we got to work and and then in post we got to do the one thing that the pandemic encouraged, which is mm -hmm. working alone in dark rooms. So the post team <laughs> were able to do their thing, and and we're we're really really psyched. Our uh, our trailer is going to drop officially this Tuesday. We'll have a big announcement. It's going to be a pretty pretty special place where it's going to. I don't think I've even told anybody on this call. But we're, we'll uh, we'll drop our trailer officially Tuesday, and then uh, and then hopefully onward and upward. Nice, right. um, Sasha. What was your uh, like? What did you uh, enjoy most about working on this film? Oh, um, well, just so many things. Mostly just the people. Everybody just was incredibly kind and nice, and just it, you don't get sets like this a lot. It, it was a very special environment. And just encouraging everybody just was so incredibly welcoming and just working with you guys you know it's been such an honor because everybody's so freaking talented everybody from you know everybody in the cast and the crew and it's just yeah just being surrounded by people that are so passionate was just so inspiring enjoyed that a lot being on location was really beautiful just all around really special special experience and just like we were talking about it was just before the pandemic hit so just having done a film right before the lockdown was um actually historic for all of us to to have done that um really significant and i just cannot wait to see it <laughs> i thought i thought you were going to say angel <laughs> applying your tattoos was your favorite part <laughs> oh, no, that was, that, yes that was a lot of fun i had um, a lot of bonding yeah. moments there, right, Sasha? <laughs> yeah. We met every morning, early. Like seven in the morning. <laughs> and then just get those guns tattooed. It was a Sorry, lot of that's kind of, kind of an inside joke. I had a full head of hair before the tattoo incident, but. Uh, <laughs> <no longer. laughs> and these gray hairs are named after him. <laughs> now angel were they do you like draw like hand draw those tattoos or are they are they are they like the temporary ones that you buy in the store or 
uh, funny situation. Uh, we <laughs> it was a low budget film, so we uh, ended up improvising and adapting. And Kat actually helped us find uh, a local tattoo artist to loan us some tattoo uh, ink presses. So we use those in conjunction with sketching and doodling on Miss Sasha's beautiful arm, and uh, and then used our uh, tattoo pens from uh, Alcone to, uh, they were semi-permanent. So remember the scene in The Exorcist when the word help me forms on her stomach? Uh -huh. Yeah. How we tattoos, we had a seance every night and we tried to stomach. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say angel stomach started to show <laughs> I thought there was that one morning where we all had Cracker Jacks for breakfast and Maria, the producer, was checking out the prizes to see if anybody got the tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> And that's how we use the tattoo. Oh, exactly. So, so no one tried to convince you to get a real tattoo? <laughs> oh, I would have gotten, honestly, I would have been so down. I shaved my a part of my head for this. I mean, I would have done it. She would have done it. She would have done it. Yeah, it's like Or Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say her name's Sasha, not Shia. Yeah. <laughs> My friends call me Shia. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> no, but it's, uh, yeah, it's been fun to do all these things for the film. Any, like Ali said, anything for the art. Same here. <laughs> um, Ali, um, what was your most enjoyable part of working on this film? everything. I mean, I keep referring to this project as summer camp meets masterclass because <laughs> it's like I get to meet all these people who all have similar interests and go together and are just like, hi, nice to meet you. I'm your roommate <laughs> for the next month. I'm going to eat everything with you. I'm going to work with you and then I'm going to hang out with you and go to sleep next to you. So it's one of those things where it's like you get thrown into the experience. And for me, I really appreciate how like the willingness of everyone to learn as they went along. Because like everyone's been saying, everyone wore multiple hats. So regardless of what department you were in, you probably did something in another department. And it wasn't even a chore at points. It was just like we picked up things for each other as much as we could. And it was all with the same goal to see this project through because we were all excited to do it for ourselves, but also for each other. And Craig came to us with this project and everyone took it with open arms and he's been encouraging and we have great talent and great crew. Everyone was, like I said, just willing to learn. And that made this a more enjoyable experience for me because it taught me a lot just about people in general as well, besides film. So for me, it was just a huge learning and loving experience. Augie, kind of the same question. Like what, uh, Matt, I, I know you're probably just going to say probably kind of the same answer, but you got, you know, like what was your most enjoyable part of the film? Um, that I found. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be the blood. My favorite, I mean, my favorite is that we get to do this. I gained a bunch of new besties. <laughs> I have my little family, my little movie family now. Truly, though, I love each and every one of these people right here in the Zoom chat. Um, it just, I love it. It's, it's my little family, and I can't wait to do it again with them. So, so nobody had worked nobody had worked together before this yeah some of us oh, okay okay six degrees of separation right so right <laughs> angel and i did a film together and i i begged her to do this i was like it's low budget but i love you so much angel please do this for me and she was like okay so. did it for you Augie. but it was a great experience Augie would talk about angel and i was like who is this person she showed up and i was like oh. I was like, I understand why Augie was like, we need Angel. I was like, who is this great? And she showed up and I was like, oh, she angel. is this great. Literally an angel. <laughs> so there's that. Yeah, no, I'm just thankful. I'm thankful Craig had this story and we reached out and we met each other. And um, yeah, it all started with Craig, really. But we gained this little movie family. Thank you. Mm -hmm. How about you, Michael? Um, uh, I, the team was, was, the highlight. I mean, the team we built is in Santa Ana, where the, that is absolutely the highlight, the team that we put together and got to work with for a month and become friends with. Uh, I, I loved the script. I loved the, the direction. I loved the, 
the complexity and the, how difficult it was in it, the script and performance kicked my ass and I loved it. I mean, that's what you want as an actor, right? And uh, it was probably the most difficult performance I've given. He was, yeah, he had a demanding and, uh, role, that's it for was, sure. It was extremely demanding and Craig was, uh, it, the whole environment was a safe environment. So uh, I was free to just let go and not get in my head too much. And that was, uh, that's super good to, to have um, that kind of environment. And, uh, and you know, the, the, the pictures on your shoulders pretty much between the two things, mostly like so much camera time. And it was, that kind of shit can stress you out if you don't have the right people backing you up. Yeah, that, that's another thing that we've learned about how talking to uh, just independent filmmakers is you, the actors are going to learn other things. They're going to be working on other things. Um, was there anything, anything new that anybody learned working on this film that you didn't know prior? Mm. Lens whacking from my cinematographer. <laughs> <laughs> and for me, working in film kind of as a, like, I'm a newer person in film, but, um, I do have many interests and I learned a lot on how to just work on a set, which was very, really awesome. As much as everyone said that the experience with the team was more than memorable and it just really helped with me learning and was nice working close with the actors to kind of be a part of the overall look for them on the screen and really enjoyed getting my hands in the art department more and actually had a really fun time creating one of the props and so it's been a really great experience and i've t wanted to take a lot of things i've learned from this set and bring it forward for sure uh, sabina how about you well um i mean i just had been waiting for years to work with my dear friend craig and um i just felt so lucky that we finally had an opportunity to do so and then uh i've also been friends with augie for a few years through craig so i had just been waiting for this really special time um and so that was amazing and you know i was just acting on it but for me it was really fun to play a character where there's more than meets the eye um and that's all i'll say but um that was sort of uh that was sort of the exciting part um you know creative wise for me but it was just i'm so grateful for the opportunity and it was such such a delight yeah Mark, what was your experience like, this being your first film? Well, I don't usually leave the house. So it was good to have <laughs> the house. I've been in the house for, for years. I had everything brought to me. And so basically getting out the house, um, I don't know, being part of something was, um, yeah, being part of a, a new crew. And these people are kind of like my new Facebook friends. <laughs> my other Facebook friends are like, um, yeah, I love everybody. Now this, now this, now, we love you too. This won't, this won't be your last movie, right? This won't, this won't be your last movie, right? You gonna do another one? I don't know. I don't know. That's up to Craig, I guess. <laughs> Mark was my roommate. He, he lived in my house with me. I mean, you haven't lived until you wake up with Mark in his underwear having coffee in the morning. <laughs> That's right, yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> Mark's amazing. He's 110%, all these people. I mean, even like, like uh, Kat mentioned the prop, and we went to the Goodwill together, and we found <laughs> stuff in Walmart. So I, you do a union film, you don't really get in the trenches and that close to a lot of the department heads, but everybody on this call and more, we got really close. Sam. My editor lived with us and you know while we were filming and that was even a luxury just to be able to stick my head in and say how are we looking <laughs> what, what am i missing what do we need and just little little things like that the little details that help enrich a film um working with michael reed i mean we had like a shorthand where i almost didn't even have to speak to him i would just give him a look or he would give me a look and we had a kind of an, an unspoken respect and it really makes it a lot easier tossy the same way we developed a quick fast friendship and bond and it reflects in the work and um yeah we're really just uh really really grateful i think each of us are grateful in our own way to have had the experience to not only work on the film but to to get to know each other all right uh angel did you learn anything new on this film learn how to 
improvised tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, I learned, I did learn a lot. I mean, it was a, definitely a, a beautiful thing to work independently with each one of the department heads. And we all wore different hats, as we keep saying. Um, but I, you know, Sam was my neighbor across the hall, you know, so being able to see that side of the editing and being able, because I'm big on continuity. So being able to just have that relationship where I could just pop in and say, hey, we're going to be working on this. Can I just take a look or can I see what's going on? And to see how he works from his perspective to be able to continue on the vision uh, was, I, was incredible because normally when you work on set, you're not able to do that have that opportunity to do that hands-on right then. Um, so yeah, it was just a beautiful, beautiful bonding experience living under one roof with everyone working hand in hand. Now, was there, was there something else you got involved in that you would like to try again later, like maybe editing or a director or? Uh, I mean, producing definitely, I think, is something that I'm working towards right now. Uh, later on, maybe an endeavor of directing. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. Right. <laughs> definitely within the film industry, I learned a lot. And uh, it's, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Uh, Sam, how much uh, freedom did he give you on editing? Uh, well, there was a lot of material. And, uh, you know, Craig was an excellent collaborator. You know, I put together some stuff that I thought worked. And, uh, you know, he was definitely you know, reactive one way or the other. And, uh, you know, so I thought that, you know, for the first phase, I had a lot of freedom. And then there was a lot of collaboration. Now, they, I guess the saying is you don't finish a film, you abandon it as an editor. Is that true? Oh. Well, you, you never finish it. You have to sort of give it up at a certain point. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, think, I think every director, you know, that I've ever worked with, and have known, you know, have uh, they have problems watching their movies again once they're finished. Um, usually at film festivals, you know, the director will uh, say hello to the crowd, they'll go to dinner, and then they'll come back for the Q&A. Um, but you know, very few directors watch their movies again because they immediately see something that they would do differently. And, uh, you know, that's the thing. You have to give it up at a certain point. And that's probably the hardest point of editing. Is that true, Craig? You've never watched any of your films? Sam is a sensational editor. And I'm not just saying that because he's on. I've worked with dozens and dozens. I mean, just even my, my nine years at Disney, just try to imagine the number of editors I work with. Normally, when you see an assembly or a rough cut, which could be three, four hours long, and I like the long version of our film, by the way, which no one probably <laughs> will ever get to see. But normally that experience is, is not, you want to throw up. It's just painful because it's raw and it's ugly and it's, and you're just seeing all the warts. When I saw the rough assembly with Sam for the first time, I was excited and I knew I was in really, really capable hands at that point. And then, as he said, we just started to polish the car. We would bounce ideas off each other. And, and the fact that he's got, such an encyclopedic mind of film, I could reference older films and obscure films. And he was right there with me and he was ahead of me. And we would talk about scenes from older films. So it was a luxury to be able to speak to somebody who had such knowledge and his, his take and his gut. And he would dig out the best performances of everybody in the, in the film, which made me feel like he really had my back and I could think about other things and, and other Kind of creative because we all kind of have our favorites and we all kind of have our babies when we're putting this thing together and that goes for the music and the sound design and the color and all the different things so yeah i you know my hat's off to to sam and, and i'm excited to say that we're i'm going to be working with a lot of this, the same people on this uh on this zoom call for my next feature oh nice yeah my um, hat's off, my hat's off to the actors because uh you know the good stuff was definitely there and uh you know Craig gave me the time to find it. So, you know, excited for everybody to see that. Um, Augie, what, what about the script made you want to be in this movie when you read it? Di the relationship, the dynamic between me and the boyfriend at Bobby, I really thought that could be interesting because it's very real and honest and shit that happens in a lot of relationships. So that was something that I really liked. And the Groundhog's Day idea, you know, 
we were supposed to do this many years ago. We've been trying for a long time. <laughs> Me and Craig and Michael and um, then that fucking movie Happy Death Day came out. <laughs> and I was like, no, bang, bang, bang. Which is actually a fun movie and has nothing to do with our film. It's totally different. But, you know, we were about to do a film at the exact same time. But, you know, I think, you know, ours is, is different. It's the weird and, ebb and flow of Hollywood, right? Zombies or vampires, apparently groundhogs that, that repeat things yeah. came up again, right? Yeah. The same yeah. Time. yeah. So, yeah, I think that the relationship, really, and the location, 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 right? That's everything. Well, Augie, being very modest, Augie grounds, this whole film is steeped in the reality of Augie's performance, and it doesn't work without Augie grounding this film, because Michael's the roller coaster, but the amusement park is Augie. She's got to keep this whole thing kind of our feet on the ground, and she's the audience's eyes in a lot of respects. So her subtlety and her performance really is what helps sell this. So and it gives Michael the liberty and the creative leash to really kind of go for it. Now you mentioned Groundhog Day, so this movie takes place the same the same day, or happening over and over again. Um, how hard was that to for the actors to like redo the same scene and make it match? Michael. <laughs> yeah, you can answer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's why I was saying it had to be one of the most difficult that I've done because you, and because we're setting it up in limited time, uh, you know, we go through block shooting, which is you set the camera up in an angle and you go through umpteen amount of the days that Bobby goes through and varying emotions all set up and go. And it's like, okay, we got that one. Let's go next emotion. Okay. Next emotion, next scene, next bit, next bit. And it's all like, ah, I'm going crazy, but that, it, it, it played to it. It worked, and it was it was difficult, but um, yeah. Yeah, I think- Made wardrobe interesting, for sure, especially when the blood <laughs> gags came in. Yeah. I know, you we get thought- You get what, nine times? Yeah, I was like, yeah, it's so easy. It's like the same outfit, but then we realized, no, it's, wait, hold on, no. Yeah. Also like it negative also, 20 degrees outside, yeah. or friend blood on you. Oh We're like, how tired are you? Okay, now take it all off. Okay, now, put <laughs> now take it off. Now do this. And yeah. I can just like, wow. oh, yeah. like okay, now get it as a... <laughs> it's Sab Sabina, do you run into the same kind of issue or? <laughs> so my character... Again, I don't want to reveal too much with my character. My character shows up um, in a few specific important moments um, uh, and kind of runs along various narratives, I will say. But the continuity was not so much the question with my character. Um, it was more the mystery. Sasha, how about you? Um, well, I have um, two characters in it and um, one of them uh, keeps reappearing, the other one doesn't. Um, I'm not gonna reveal too much about it either. Um, but yeah, it was pretty much kind of, in terms of like wardrobe, it was locked in uh, for the whole shoot. Um, and then it was just like different renditions of kind of similar situation, kind of the Groundhog Day vibe, uh, which was really, interesting to explore and come at from different angles. A lot of fun, a lot of fun. <laughs> Angel, what kind of uh, trouble did you run into with uh, makeup continuity? Well, like they were just saying, uh, we're gonna go from one scene to the next, which, you know, most time is standard, but uh, I think I just felt really bad for Michael's eyes <laughs> for most of the time. <laughs> Putting the eyeliner on, taking it off, and then um, you know going through that. But uh, it wasn't it wasn't that difficult because you had we had great communication on set. Um, once you know we we built a bond, so I think because we all have the same values and same core vision that we were able to really see a job and do a job and execute it properly. Um, it it all came together really really well. I mean we've had our we had our moments, but um, it it all came together really, really well. We talk about our least favorite times. 
No, I'm kidding. Sure, go ahead. No, um, what's my least favorite? Well, we all know that that's kind of the ongoing joke is that I wasn't really a fan but, of the plot. I, I it, you know, the first time you get bloody, you're like, cool. And then the second time you're like, cool. And then the third time you're like, are you fucking kidding me? Uh, yeah. yeah, like the last kill, she was on a concrete floor. It was freezing. We had to put uh, electric warmers all around her. And uh, <laughs> oh, wow. most of the movie was just making sure Augie was comfortable because she was, she was very miserable when we started to do the blood gags. So. I was princess. <laughs> it was so much fun. It was just cold. Too. It was really <laughs> no, cold. Okay, I'm not a princess, I swear. Mm, sometimes. But it was just, it was really bloody, Craig. It was bloody. <laughs> <laughs> and so the next film, I'm gonna don't hold back on the blood trick ever. <laughs> hey, maybe we used it. We used the emotion. Yeah. <laughs> so you got your name, Screaming Falcon, right? <laughs> <laughs> now everybody knows too much information. <laughs> I can edit out whatever you want me to. She goes, oh, what kind of sushi do you want? And then she flew back and fainted. And then <laughs> I just wasn't getting enough attention. For I was like, she's just joking. Was, like looking at Michael in his eyes, and I was like, oh. <laughs> 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 hey, wait, hold on. I thought, wait. So, all seriousness, I did faint. And then Fatasi the next day. So we had another alley who came on set, and she drove a van to a prison. So I wake up and I'm all confused and I'm getting a FaceTime call from Fatasi. I'm like, yes. He's like, are you in the van? And I was like, what? He's like, are you in the van coming to the prison? I'm all concussed and confused. And someone's in the background. I think it was Kat going, not that alley. And I'm just laying in bed. I'm going to prison? Like, I was just so confused. But it all worked out. Oh, Lord. I don't even think that was my least favorite. I think that was just a good time. <laughs> that was a fun time. I mean, I just felt bad for you. you oh, God. Me. What are you going to do? No, I, I, I did watch the teaser that was on, that's on the website. Um, the movie, it, it looks amazing. Uh, Lucas, what kind of approach did you take to the look for the film? Uh, well, kind of, so as, as everybody else said, it's kind of a lower budget film, so I just kind of went with what I had. We uh, shot at 90 degree shutter because I was trying to get past the uh, vintage look of, of the lenses that we had. And I was trying to get something a little crisper, uh, clean, but also kind of visceral because most of the movie takes place in Bobby's head. It's mostly from his perspective. So we want to make it feel really gritty and kind of just like, I don't know, there's something about it that's just really sharp, clean, and uh, I don't know, just trying to stay away from the kind of softer sort of glossy look for the film yeah it, lo it looks amazing just the from that little teaser that i watched on the yeah. website just wait till you see this new trailer that craig's coming out with it, it blows the other one out of the water it's really good now is it gonna, is it going to premiere anywhere is this going to be straight to video or streaming or it's a great question so we have a um a foreign sales company called storyboard media who's handling foreign, they may be involved in domestic, but once the film is delivered, we're gonna probably have a, uh, a festival strategy and then, uh, and then take it out for domestic release. But, you know, we've, we've had the luxury of, of kind of work taking, as Sam likes to, to remind me, this, the film has gotten a lot more TLC because of the uh, additional time that we've all had with it. So as soon as, um, I'd say after next week, once the trailer comes out, there's a lot of people kind of lining up, uh, some industry people who've been kind of chomping at the bit. So hopefully people are looking for content and good uh, entertainment and we'll, we'll find a home for it. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited for it. I can't wait to see it. Like I said, I watched that teaser. And, and then of course, the storyline just seemed interesting, interesting too. Um, anybody want to add anything to it? Try to, you know, sell this movie to the people listening. Mm. Just happy to see everybody. Cause yeah. <laughs> I, so I'm like, I'm a child that I haven't seen anybody or hung out. So I'm like, oh, I see like, oh. like, it's so cool to see everybody. This is like a, a, a new social life. 
Yeah. They want to see this. Pretty much. Without boxes. That's what, <laughs> that's what you'll get. Well, it'll be, it'll be a real thrill to hopefully show this movie in, to everyone who worked on it in a theater. Yeah. Um, I know that, you know, part of the experience of working on a, on a film, especially for, you know, people who are just starting out in the business, is like getting that reward of, you know, seeing the movie on a big screen and, you know, just experiencing what it is to work on a feature film as opposed to a webisode or a, you know, TV show or something like that. You know, it's, it's kind of a, a really cool feeling to see a movie that you worked on on a big screen. And, uh, you know, I think the people that worked on the film you know, are really owed that, and that will be their, hopefully, their reward sooner rather than later. Um, you know, it's just so hard to share a scary movie uh, virtually. Uh, you know, people watching it on their phones, God forbid. Um, you know, you just, you can't control the environment, and, you know, not that you can control the environment in a movie theater, but at least it's a movie theater. Right. And, uh, you know, so we're all kind of really chomping at the bit to figure out how to share this in a big way with the people who obviously work so hard on it. And I think to tell the people to sell it is that if you really enjoy a good eye candy film, this movie is super creative, beautiful locations, good acting, and just a good one. So check it out. And perfect for Valentine's Day. <laughs> Definitely. Nothing like a rom com. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, this was uh, this was an interesting episode. Like I said, this is the this is the first time we've had this many people. The most yeah. the most I've had on here are two other guests at the same time. Um, but I mean, I had a blast. I enjoyed it. Um, what we what we would normally do is um, if anybody wants to. Uh, plug something they have coming up next or you know their social media whatever you want to just follow 645 on social instagram social media if anyone's watching yeah. this 645 i think it's like the only title on instagram 645. yeah at 645 movie 645 movie sorry yeah. there is one yeah, 645 yeah, yeah. movie that's all and we're on facebook there's a like page yeah and then there's, there's yeah. There, and then there's the website which i'll, I'll put all the links down in, in the description of, of this cool. episode but um so what when's the when's the release date gonna be do we know or i i think we're right around valentine's day frankly so and, and it is a, it's a great date movie and it may even skew female it's a it's there's a lot of romance and it's a it's we shot like a love story that becomes a shaggy dog story where things go from bad to terribly worse so yeah maybe uh valentine's day is a great release date actually <laughs> Well, thank you guys very much for the for the love and the time and we hope you're healthy and happy and, and we really appreciate being on your podcast oh no problem we, we yeah, enjoy like i said we enjoy having people on here um i just hope that you guys get to have like a big premiere you know where everybody can show up that would be awesome for you guys drive in drive in there you go that would be good <laughs> for driving yeah i just want to say thank you uh to you guys for hosting and also people out there um Follow us now so that Tuesday you guys get the heads up right away on the trailer coming out. So you guys want you're gonna want to see that. Yeah. And and what what is that gonna launch on? Where, where are you gonna race the trailer on? I am not at liberty to to say, but I'll I'll tell you all fun. <laughs> okay. Okay. There you go. <laughs> thanks, guys. Yeah. Again, thanks everybody for coming on here. This was uh, I had a blast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye, everyone. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.